Welcome to Becoming One Podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Sean Wilson. Hey, thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One Podcast. I want to share a message with you today or just kind of a little information and talk to you about something that's really been on my mind, especially in this day and this hour. Um, there's something that Jesus said that was uh, so profound um, when it, as it relates to um, the false prophets. Um, one of the things that he says is he says, you shall know them by their fruit. Um, they, they are wolves in sheep's clothing. So he's saying that underneath they're a wolf, but they wear sheep's clothing to disguise themselves. Uh, Paul even said something along the lines of that the enemy disguises or masquerades himself as an angel of light. Um, that there is there is some type of um, deceptive play that is that is happening um, that we see with the false false prophets, the false teachers, and and as I just mentioned about the enemy himself, Satan. Um, ministers that they they disguise themselves or masquerade themselves as angels of light. And I want us to kind of think about something today because I've been noticing. And actually, we, we're in church right now. We're talking about we're going through the book of Acts. Um, we're going through each each chapter line by line. And um, and as we went through something uh, this last week, we were in Acts chapter six. And I want to kind of just point something out here, because I think this is this is exactly what I want to kind of get into today. And is as it talks about the fruit, the fruit that grows, you know, the fruit itself, the believer can't make fruit grow in our lives. We, we cannot make or manufacture the, the fruit to grow. That's not how it works. Like we, we don't, we can't make ourselves grow fruit. The Lord tells us to be fruitful, but we can't make, we can't do that in ourselves. That has to be done by God himself. And I'm going to tell you, and, and this is how we ourselves can become fruitful in that sense. Becoming fruitful or, or growing and being fruitful, it comes from the truth of God's word. The more we know of God, the more we know of his love, the more we will love. Amen. The more we will love, the more we understand of his gentleness, the more we understand of his if, of, of the joy that comes from the knowledge of him. The more we understand of his patience with us, we can extend that patience with others. And this is why we're supposed to um, consider ourselves first. When it says consider ourselves is not consider ourselves in the sense of how good or bad we are, but how good God has been to us. I want you to really hear this message today. I will tell you. Um, let, let's just go over here to Acts six. I, I just I want to start here. Acts six and one. And it says this. I'm going to actually read out of the ESV. And it says, now in these days where the disciples were increasing, the disciples were increasing in number and a complaint front came by the Hellenistic. Um, this is basically the Greek speaking Jews aroused against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected. 
in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the full number of the disciples and they said, who's the twelve? We know as the apostles that was appointed starting from the book of um, Acts chapter one minus, you know, who the betrayer Judas himself. So when we see here the twelve summoned and said this is what they wanted them to do. They wanted them to. They said it's not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. I agree with that. Then he says that, therefore, brethren, pick out from among you seven men of good reputations or good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. Now, this is where I want to stop. I just want to pause and I want us to stop and I want us to reflect on this statement here. The apostles had told the people, the multitude of the people, the disciples and everyone that was there. They said he said to the Hellenistic Jews, the Greek speaking Jews, because there was the ones that were speaking Hebrew, the ones that were speaking Greek. So he says, what I want you to do, Greek speaking Jews, I want you to select seven men from among your people that can speak your language, seven men from among you that, you know, and I want you to appoint them to be servants to this duty to, to serve you. So what they were doing was they were selecting the people that was based off this criteria. And many of us today, we identify these as the first deacons to the church. However way you want to look at it, they're servants, right? So here we say, okay, I'm going to say that they're deacons. Let's just say that they got selected. But let me tell you something. This checklist was not something that was given and said, hey, now anybody that is you can, you can go and um, try to fulfill this as a checklist and you work to do these things. No, this was because these people were in that group. They said, pick the ones that have a good reputation. Pick the ones that are full of the Holy Spirit and of wisdom that we can appoint to this task. So they was going to look up among them of the people that has already had transformed lives that had already been walking with the Lord had already had a good reputation, not only in the church, but outside of the church. See, scripture tells us that, too, that we're supposed to have a good reputation, not only inside of the church, but also outside of the church. So when we see this. And we see this in in this this particular text here. What is so important? What is so um, powerful about this message? What's powerful about the message is that the people had already been displaying the fruit of the spirit. How can how can the other disciples? How can the other disciples select the people who were full of the spirit and of wisdom? Lest they had the fruit of the spirit which they was showing love, they was being patient, that there was gentleness, that they were they were being, um, <clears throat> you know, and just just kind of being forgiven, lit, being full of faith. Right. They're told they had to be full of faith, the Holy Spirit and wisdom that they not only had the wisdom, they also was was handling their business wisely because they had wisdom. So it was something tangible, what the people was being judged about and their reputation was that their character. 
See, this is something that Peter talked about. Peter talked about, he says, when you add to your faith virtue, he says character. So these people had a good reputation is linked to the person's character. And this is so important today because I hear so many people who are like, I'm called to go into the ministry. I'm the Lord's told me to go out into the ministry. I'm going to go. You know what? But I'm going to tell you something. You may be you may be gifted to preach. But if you don't have the character to carry you, if you don't have the fruit to dispense to the people, because like I always tell the people when I do ministers training, I'm like, hey, the, the fruit is not for you. The fruit is what you give to others. You cannot give what you have not received. This is what I mean when I say that you must you must grow in the knowledge of Christ. As you grow in the knowledge of Christ, you will be fruitful. Being fruitful is not something that can be forced. Being fruitful is our response to the truth of who Jesus is and what he does for us every single day. Just the promise of the gospel itself gives us many of the fruit of the spirit. We see love. We see patience. We see gentleness. We see that. We see that joy that comes by way of the Holy Spirit. So when we sit back and and I hear when I sit back, let me say this. When I sit back and I hear people always like, yeah, I need to go out here. You know what? The, the bottom line is we're not. The, the whole key is that we be fruitful, but we must grow in the knowledge of Christ. We must grow in the knowledge of Christ in order to be fruitful in the kingdom. And just because you're gifted doesn't mean that you're fruitful. Doesn't mean you're mature. Maturity has nothing is not necessarily um, linked to how well you manage your own personal sins. Because we all we're all going to we're not going to live a life of perfection. But I tell you what. It is linked to how we treat other people. And this is what Jesus said when I told you in the beginning, something that Jesus said that was so profound. He said there was wolves and sheep's clothing. That means that the way that they treat people. Is going to dictate the root of that tree. The root of that tree. If love is not coming from that individual, I would question if they was called by God. The way people handle others means something. This tells us what spirit that they're led by, because, see, the spirit of God does not treat people any kind of way. I've heard it so often. I heard it from people who who say that they're they're ministers, but then they threaten and say, well, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit, y'all, I would you lucky I got the Holy Spirit. That just that's not right. That's not how we should be talking. Seen a, a, a brother shared a post with me today about how there was a guy that posted, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, but I still throw these hands. I, you still catch these hands if you make me upset. Now, look, where where is that at? Let me let me let me ask this. What what character of God does that fall under? What fruit of the spirit does that was that does that jive with? And I understand we all must grow, but. He didn't have to post that. He did it because he wanted to. 
Self-control. Self-control. Brothers and sisters, that's all I wanted to say today was that as we look at this, we see that there was really three things that these brothers needed to possess. A good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Amen. So that they can appoint to that duty. I'm going to leave you with these reflective questions. Do you have a good reputation inside and outside the church? When I say a good reputation, it doesn't mean that people like you. It means that people respect you. There's a big difference. A good reputation says that your character, they may not like you, but they might respect you. But if they like you and they don't respect you is because it's character. Is a character flaw. They could like you as a, as an individual, but not trust you. I've seen those types of relationships many times. They be like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I trust him as far as I see him. They know, they know him, but they won't trust him with everything. They'll hang out with him, but they won't, you know what? They won't trust him with what's valuable. That's a character issue. Why did they have to have a good reputation inside and outside the church? Because they was going to be helping these people. Why did they have to have a good reputation? Because they was not only going to be helping people, but they was going to be managing resources. They was going to be managing the resources for those people. So with that being said, being full of the spirit is having the fruit of the spirit. And the people are partaking of it. See, this is how they can. This is how they can identify that is because they're actually seeing the love. Seeing the love is not just, you know, um, I'm not going to I'm not going to limit it to anything. I'm just going to say this. You know, when someone is expressing love towards you, when they don't judge you, when they don't ask for, you know, anything back, they help out the poor without asking for anything back. Amen. But this was specifically for the church, full of wisdom, good reputation. These are all proofs of the transformation of these people from the preaching of the gospel. So with that being said, brothers, and sisters, I just want to share that with you today, that we are called to have a good reputation inside and outside the church. First Timothy three and seven tells us that. But here they had to pick people that had a good reputation. The other point I wanted to point out was was to, to, to bring to your attention was this. When we are ready, God will select us. We'll meet the criteria when we're ready. We don't we don't go after. We're not going to try to say, I'm going to go and try to make me a good reputation. Look, no. What you do is you do you be you. While God is working within you, he's working on you. You continue to walk with him. He will sanctify you. He will prepare you for that day. Your assignment will not come before the day that it's supposed to. So you don't need to rush after it. When it's time, God will send the people. He will make it known to those that are around you. You don't have to force your way in. When it's your time, it's your time. 
God does the appointing. Amen. In his time, does people are there people who get appointed before their time? Yes, there are people that get appointed before their time. There are some that get appointed before their time. And it can be very dangerous because then those people become prideful and and they can be they can have charisma, but they can be very dangerous because they don't have the fruit in how to deal with people. How to talk to people. Respectfully, not representing themselves, but representing the Lord. So I just want to share that with you today. God bless you. I pray that you hear what I'm saying when we've been fruitful and when we're we're looking and seeking to to be in these positions in church, just let God change you. Let me tell you what your purpose is. This is everyone's purpose. Write this down. Everybody just listen. And I guarantee you, this is your purpose. Your purpose is to be conformed to the image of Christ. To be conformed to the image of Christ means that you are being changed by the power of the Holy Spirit, by virtue of your walk with God. That is your purpose. Your purpose is that Romans chapter eight. That is your purpose. Be conformed to the image of God. Assignments change, brothers and sisters. An assignment can change, but your your purpose will remain the same. I don't care where you are, if you're in the, in the children's ministry, if you're in the children's ministry at your church, you're in the music ministry, every one of those people in those ministries, their, their, their purpose is to be conformed to the to image of Jesus Christ. But they may not be in the music ministry their entire life that they go to, um, they assemble with the saints. They may progress to different assignments, but their purpose remains the same. Perfect your purpose. Allow God to have his perfect work in you and you will be fruitful. And when it's your time, you'll have fruit to give to those. And God himself will be glorified through you. Amen. God bless you. Have a great and wonderful day. Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel and Facebook page. Remember to pursue peace in a divided world. We the church must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.